and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individual and not of the host. Your radio, Tony, Rodney, Darren, what it is. All that problems, now we got the solutions to handle our ease. Press and stress the problems ahead so we can work it out. And because I've grown up from boys to men, I know I'm shutting my mouth.
Darren say husband. Y'all agree with him? It sounds like typically the men say it was better before marriage. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. do y'all think that is? Like, what happened? Like, why do y'all think the men, more men would say that their relationship was better before marriage? It depends on where they had in their life, man. Um, if they're in a place with their wife that they don't like her no more, and they on their way out of the door, then they they're gonna they're gonna be more bold to say to say, hey man, you know this is this ain't what I expected. I mean, this ain't how you started out. I didn't know you talked that much. I didn't know I was gonna <laughs> get that much sex. You know, I mean, before mm-hmm. we were all the time. Now you ain't giving me nothing but once a month. You know, it's a it will be a lot of complaints like. They they are going according to the expectation they had based off the commercial of their dating. Mm-hmm. So is sex the number one issue? Oh, go ahead, Malcolm. Sorry. I, I, I think in, in a real physical way, uh, that in my mind is almost mathematical. Um, when you first meet a woman, of course she's on her best behavior when you first meet her, and she doesn't know a lot about you. And I think it's challenging for a woman to like a man through the things that she finds out annoys him, whether they legitimate <laughs> or they just something she just clings on to. So as the relationship gets goes on, I think it's tougher for her to dislike you through the annoyance, and that doesn't exist as much in the earlier days, and it becomes more and more as time goes on. Hmm. I think it would be kind of hard to just give that yes or no answer to, you know, each group because uh, Darren kind of pointed out uh, for the fact that the people, you know, how many years have they been together, you know, um, then some of the background about them. Some people have gotten married and some of the goals that they set out to accomplish being married, they probably have or, you know, during the midst of that first part of marriage, they realized, you know, how they had to pull it together. So it, the years that they've been together, it's some deciding factors to just really say, you know, yes or no. Or mm-hmm. which group would say mm-hmm. had the most yeses. But just on the mm-hmm. onset, I mean, in general, if you just generalize, uh, uh, I don't know, I, I think the women. I know Darren said the men, but I don't, for some reason I think women because I think more <laughs> women just in general that when they decide to get married, it's kind of like, they decide that's what they chose to do and that's what they wanted and they're more attached and clinging to it. That's just my opinion, you know. So they would be more satisfied or more happy to say, yeah, you know, I'm good because this is what I wanted. So do you think women in general are more of a complainer than men are, just generally speaking? Most definitely. <laughs> In general, in general, <laughs> in general, yeah, definitely. So why wouldn't why wouldn't all of y'all say that the the wives would have more yeses, just on on the strength of that alone? Mm-hmm. I missed the first. They'll question, find so something. Oh yeah, sorry about that, bro. Uh, welcome, but I, I just basically asked if I walked into a room with a with a bunch of married couples and separating them, you know, separate them, put all the guys, all the husbands in one room and put all the wives in one room. And then I asked them this question, was your relationship better before you got married? And the question was, 
which group would have more yes responses, the husbands or the wives? So that was the question. And Darren said the husbands, and Sam said the wives. And I think uh, Malcolm, I said, I think he said the husbands too, right, Malcolm? Or the wives? Yes, sir. The husbands. Yeah. So you got two two husbands and one one wives, and it sounds like you would yeah, lean three toward husbands. the wives. Three too. husbands. Yeah. Three husbands. Oh, three husbands. Nah, okay. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Most definitely, <laughs> bro. I mean, but bro, let's talk I about mean, compl- listen, complain. Listen, just on complaining. Listen, I can talk about my mans all day. Love my wife. <laughs> my goodness, man, this woman can come in the house for thirty seconds and get to complaining. I'm like, how do you complain when you just walked in the threshold of the door? What is going on mm. with you right now? So yes, uh, yeah, women do complain, <laughs> brother. I, man, I ain't gonna get started. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> but I mean, is is sex the number one issue that tends to go south after the wedding? For men, yes. What do you mean for men? Isn't it for women too? No, no, no. Here's the thing. My thing is this. See, women. See, women are sneaky, bro. I think women are sneaky because, to me personally, women. <clears throat> They, they they could play a real good front, like sex don't mean nothing, you know. Say because it's like okay I'm t- okay here's the thing here's because excuses come oh I'm tired I'm this and I'm that listen as men we ready to go any second of the day you blow on me let's get it in see with her once again it's the emotion and how I'm feeling at that moment and did you leave the toilet seat up and did you brush your teeth this morning you know it's, it's too many variables. For women to get in the mood, bro. It's it's just like, yo, if I'd have known this before marriage, man, I'd have been like, you know what, I'm good. Hey, can I can I ask the brother a question? What, what's your name? I, I hear your voice all the time. I, I don't got your name. Simon, my Simon, Simon, Simon. Okay, hey, Simon. Quick question. Um, I can relate to what you just said. Uh, just a a few moment a moment ago about the woman effectively just looking for things, finding things to complain about. And mm-hmm. what is, how come a woman is, can be so comfortable complaining about anything she possibly can? Like, what is that about? Well, to me, it's just, it, it's a lot of things. I, I I leave it to, because I think it's a lot of insecurities. You know what I'm saying? Because what I'm hearing a lot of times with insecurities is it's a lot of, of, of uh, it's like, it's insecurities mixed with the, uh, I can say self-esteem, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not necessarily what's happening on the outside. It's all in her. Now, all this, what she's voicing is in her. So I'm like, how do you walk in the door? You complain, this, that, and the third. But once again, all this turmoil is going on within her. So it's like I'm trying to fix, I'm trying to fix, trying to help her, but sometimes I have to step back. So to me, it has to do with what's going on with on the inside. And that could be a plethora of things. That I mean, it could be a whole laundry list or whatever's going on, and sometimes you just have to step back and just let her deal with it on her own. Well, we, I mean, we cater to women. You know, we cater to our women, and if something's wrong, you know, we want to make it right. Uh, you know, as men, look, baby, what's the problem? I'm gonna fix it for you. I'm gonna straighten everything out so you'll be happy. You know, whatever. So part of it is we cater to them. Then that's when you know that twist can come. You know, either. 
you know, you got them spoiled or you give them too much, you know, or even like with single women, you know, single women, you know, they got the saying, you know, uh, men are like a bus, you know, one going to come here 15 minutes, you know, because if you see a woman and you might see some flaws in her or something you don't like about her, you know, you ignore her, but right behind you is three, four, five other dudes that's waiting to get that chance at her or whatever. So, you know, some of them kind of know that and they use that to their advantage, you know, they don't fit in a marriage or a relationship, you know, a lot of them know, hey, you know, my man, he's going to do what I need him to do or want him to do and make sure that I'm right, I'm happy, because if I'm happy, you know, then he figure, you know, that's what's going to lead to some intimacy and a whole nine yards. So a lot of times we get that intimacy motivation what make us do what it is we want to do or what she wants us to do. Can I, oh, can I ask you a question real quick after you said that? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think that we cater – too much to our women. Some, some do, not all. Some do, and a lot of times, yeah, we do. And, and the only reason why I ask that because, to me, women see they teeter totter. They they want the provider, but then they want the bad boy. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I want you to cater to me, but then I need that. I need that thug loving. You know what I'm saying? I need that. Oh, get away from me. You know, say get out of my face type thing. You know, say go over there, sit right. down, read a book somewhere. So you know, say I just ask a question. Do you think we just we cater too much? Yeah, in some cases, hey. yeah. And, and like you say, with women, you know, sometimes they have that. You know, one minute, you know, they want you to cater to them and all that. Then the next minute, they want you to be all tough with them enough. So, you know, in the process of knowing her, getting to know her. And then being who you are, you know, this is who I am as a man and just establish yourself with her. And, you know, you got to kind of guide and lead the relationship. If you give her that open door to kind of get in there and start flipping you back and forth, that's what she's going to do. <laughs> hey, can I, hey, let me ask this question then based off all that. Is, is, do you think the balance that the woman, the woman is looking for um, subconsciously, is the thing that really feeds her soul is going to be a somewhat bumpy ride? Like you gotta kind of keep her intrigued, but you gotta cater to her. You gotta kind of bounce around, ultimately keeping her a little bit intrigued, even if it comes with a little bit of complaining, a little bit fi- bit of fighting. Is that ultimately the space? Uh, I, I think once in? you, right, once you, you know, fashion her to realize what type of man you are, and you gotta put her in line, you know, if you will. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying she's gotta know where your boundaries are, where your limits are, where you stand at. And then she got to realize she got to respect that. Because if she don't, if she knows she can take you back and forth, up and down, like you said, it's not the point of, uh, eh, what's the word I'm looking for? But that's her as a woman, you know. If she can kind of find herself manipulating you in certain ways, then she's going to take advantage of that for her purposes. Right. Hmm. Well, I've I've always noticed some of the um. I'm not gonna say happier, but for lack of a better word, uh, I guess more satisfying relationships. Just if I take it back to, let's say, high school dating, or even middle school, it was a girl. The guy was just a little bit out too out of control for her. Meaning mm. her, for her control, like she she knew she couldn't all the way control him, and that seemed mm. like the relationship she was driven 
driven to more. So even if it was a little bit of arguing in it, even if it was a little bit of fighting in it, that was one that gave her, fed her more than, I guess, everything kind of being right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, I know that to be a fact, at least at a younger age. I don't know if that's still, if they carry that into the 40s and 50s and 60s and stuff. But I know that exists in their teens and 20s, early 20s mm-hmm. at least. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if I told you guys this story before, <clears throat> but I got a great, uh, well, they're passed on. But my great aunt, my great uncle, you know, been married for ooh, thousands of years, you know, however. But it just got to a point, and I think when he got, like, in his, you know, 70s and 80s, you know, he just stopped arguing with her or whatever or, you know, stopped being firm, you know. Uh, she used to, you know, tell him, like, you know, it's time to eat. He'd be like, I don't want to eat. She'd be like, yes, you do. He said, okay, there you go eat, you know, uh, just <laughs> things like that. So I think over the years, you know, from just standing his ground and being the man and doing what it was, then after so long, it's like, okay, you know. They know each other, but I think women just constantly that of where they want to be in a relationship, what they see, and they want to have a say. You know, I think we come up with a lot of equality, women's equality, equality in relationships, and they want to have it where they're not just being subservient, you know, but they feel like they matter. They want to matter, and they got something to say and put in a relationship and have some type of uh, – you know, lack of better work, control, if you will, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, John. No, I was saying. So, so with that type of mentality, you think women they they they're more receptive to the our alpha uh, attitude, the more of the take leaders. Uh, uh, because in this day and time, I, I don't think a beta male is. I don't think I don't think beta brothers gonna make it. <laughs> I just don't mm-hmm. think beta brothers just hey baby boo 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 baby stuff. I don't think that's gonna make it in today's uh, marriage. If you ask me personally, I think brothers are really gonna have to kick it into alpha mode because it's it's like it's like this. You know, we come. Uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? The equal. Uh, you know, we come. We try to come in equal. Hey, do this, do that. But to me, I think we just gonna have to just we just gonna have to flat out just leave, brothers. I mean, mm. just, and and I see it because you know because we do like what we said earlier, we do cater. But sometimes we just gotta we just you know what I'm saying just like the army, bro. We just we gotta go. You know, yeah. sometimes this and just hey, what about you? Now listen, let's just rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll worry about whatever. You know, say sometimes we just have to go into military mode. That's just. Yeah, like you say, and that's part of leadership, you know, part of leadership, like sometimes, you know, you could be type leader, you know, even in your family with your, you know, your children, your wife, your spouse, you can say, hey, guys, you know, uh, you know, what are we going to eat tonight? And everybody had their input, you know, and then you take a little bit of glean from everybody, what everybody said, and you buy something to care everybody, you know, that's fine. That's one thing. But then some things, you know, you want that. Uh, when you say move, you mean move, and you, you expect them to do it. You know, say if the house on fire, you know, you ain't going to ask everybody, oh, which way should we go? We, hey, move, get downstairs, go out the back door, whatever it is. You expect them to, you know, in a time like that, to hear what you're saying and act, you know. So there's no time for that arguing. So, again, that's some time in families and just being a leader, period, in your family and the whole nine yards, you know, 
you got to have that type of, this is my opinion, guys, but you got to have that type of uh, leadership qualities and skills, you know, and let your family, then people, when you get to know people, uh, especially with a husband and a wife, you know, your wife got to know them boundaries again. You know, I'm not going to take him there. You know, I'm not going to press him, but nothing like that, you know, so that won't become uh, an issue, you know, or it becomes that she's antagonized you and then y'all start getting bickering and you start disliking each other. Hey, you know, it's something I, I noticed. There was uh, this young, this younger gentleman. Um, I could see it in his relationship. Uh, he used to work with me, and he used to ask me for advice and whatnot. And he have um, a girlfriend, and I married. They have like two children. Uh, he's pregnant again. He's a, actually going to be a, a real good young guy. He's still a family man, but they're not married and all that. And he's still young, getting smarter. But anyway, I think one of the reasons I can recognize one of the reasons that his lady loves him, and I know this happens in a lot of relationships, but one of the reasons she loves him so much is because she can just pretty much be a whiny brat, for lack of a better word, and mm-hmm. not lose his love. Like, that's one mm-hmm. of the things I think she loves about him. So that's, mm-hmm. um, it's unfortunate because it draws, her, it draws her to him, but it comes with baggage at the same time. But it's one of the things that she loves about this guy. She don't have to hide that I guess that psycho whininess in her or that bragginess yeah. in her, she can be that with him and it doesn't break the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the reasons a lot of women might like their guy, women that say complain a lot or women that are generally tough to deal with. They can't act like that with everybody else in the world, but they can act like that with their loved one, they, they man. And I think mm-hmm. that that's one of the reasons why a lot of women love the man. It's one of the perks that comes with, with hey. that guy, I think. And you know what? Yeah. It's funny that you said that because my wife does the same thing. Bro, she'll do that complaining, whiny thing with me and her because, her, like I said, her mom is with us now. She'll do that stuff with us two all day. As soon as she steps foot out that house, all that whiny, complaining stuff, that's how she don't do none of that stuff. I'm like, hold up. How you talk to your homegirl and you talk to the home old boy over here, everything's cool, but you step foot back in the house. I, 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 I got it. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Pause. How can how how they get that and I don't get that? But then it's like, oh, because I love y'all, and you know, because her thing. If I don't love you, then I won't complain to you. Da da da. And I get it, but I'm like, son, how to do that McDonald's don't get the complaining? How your supervisor don't get the complaining? How your coworkers don't get the complaining? Your homegirl you talking on the phone don't get the complaining? But as soon as you step foot in the house, you get the whining and complaining. So I mean, it's, right. it's a balance. So I mean, I I get I get that I get. That. And she already knows then. I mean, like right you said, what you just said, she already knows what she can get away with at home, how it's going to turn out in her favor. You know, and then the other places she at, she knows she can't do that because she's not going to get the response that she wants or she's going to get ignored or whatever it is. So, again, you know, women sometimes are that type of people, you know, they're going to push the envelope and find out what they can get away with, you know, and if you go for it, then that's you know, right in their pocket right there. They good. You know, if you don't, then they think about changing their strategy or they got to fall in line. Hey, um, let's back up for a minute. Simon, you just said your mama live with you? Your mother-in-law live with you? Yeah. How that happen? <laughs> Listen, bro. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something. First, it went from mama's going to move down the street. Okay, cool, mama's going to move down the street. No problem. All right, cool. 
So we waiting on mama to get an apartment for a whole year and some half. Okay, cool. They told her one thing last year. Okay, this was the price it was going to be. Oh, mom can afford that. All right, no problem. Cool. But this year come, mind you, the whole year go by, nobody calls, nobody checks on the prices, nobody does anything. So I'm like, hey, prices, what's going on? Does anybody know? Oh, they're going to call us back. All of a sudden, here comes, what is it, like, what, a couple months ago? Oh, it's this price. Oh, she can't afford that. Oh, well, I guess she's going to have to live, bruh. Uh, yeah, I, I got the okie doke, bruh. Okie doke. <laughs> They ran the two most. They ran the two man defense on me, and they got me. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. So, been so far. Say it again. How long has it been so far? How long she been there? A year and a half. Yeah, almost almost two years, I guess. A year and a half, year and a half. Yeah. So it ain't no it ain't no exit strategy. It's no, hey, you got until next you got until next month, and then uh, you know hell or high water, you got to go. It ain't none of that. For <laughs> uh, like this, for like this, I, I I caved in because what the deal was, okay, cool. If she gonna live with me, then she gonna have to give up some of that money. You know, mama making good portion, good portion of money a month from uh, uh from her passed away husband getting a little pension and her little social security. So I'm like, okay, well, listen, as long as we stick to this amount of money, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Because cool, I'm not gonna kick her out. But she's not gonna live here for free, stacking checks either. Oh, okay. So, I, now, it, it, no, I, I ain't. I'm gonna leave that. Up. Go ahead, Roddy. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, ask a question, please, please. Go ask ahead, it bro. All. Go ahead, bro. Go into it. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, if we we talking about whiny, I mean, you just said you, you know you should come in the house complaining. Um. Once you do something like that, you you shouldn't have to hear nothing else. All right? Like when 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 I moved my grandson in here for a while and a while turned into that that 6 months turned into 1 year and that 1 year turned into 10, um everything you say out of your mouth, it makes me angry. Everything every suggestion you have is going to anger me. And I didn't even know subconsciously I was just angry. Because I was always, um, I always regretted allowing her to do that, and then now my anger, without saying I'm mad that he moved in ten years ago, her and I was getting into arguments based off of me being angry about that, and I didn't even know it. I'm I'm pissed off because you tricked me. I'm pissed off because I let my guard down. I'm pissed off because I believed you. And if I believed you, now I believe you can you you manipulated me into this thing and now I'm stuck with it and I don't have no say so about it. I'm just forced to be stuck. So by me being forced to be stuck, I'm going to complain and I, and and everything you got to say from now on, I don't even want to hear it. Because I'm, I bow down to this, and I got tricked. So it ain't nothing else you can say to me. So I don't even want to hear your complaining. Now, I mean, this was my attitude. I'm not saying it was right, right. But this was my attitude subconsciously, you know. And then I can, now I got to get up and do this for this boy. Why don't you do it? You one got to move. You the one moved to me here ten years ago. So it was that kind of attitude that I displayed. So of course that that started us on the road 
of me being bitter towards my wife. It just started start growing a little bit until I was able to capture it and say, you know what, it, it is what it is. And if you go back and listen to some shows, you can hear my frustration in the fact that I was upset that I got duped 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I'm just letting you know when, when something like that happens, and it wasn't even in your plan, and then you find out you got tricked, bitterness can set in without you. It, it sneaks in, and you don't even know it. Yeah. And now you and your wife yeah. back forth. She probably coming in the house not. She probably coming in the house doing her. But you can just hear the things that make you not like her when she comes in. She could probably come, man, it's hot out. By her saying that, you like, look, shut up. Your mama in here. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it could be anything. Right. Right. And you pissed off automatically. And, and now if your, mom, if, her, if, if your mom wasn't there, if her mom wasn't there, if she came in and say, hot outside, it's hot outside, you would be like, yeah, sure it is, babe. What you want to eat? You know, it would be a regular conversation. Mm. True, true. Because if I feel mm. – because, uh, I mean, I, I, I adjust it. Well, like I said, my my thing is this is um like I said, I'm not gonna leave. Like I said, I, I did kind of bend. I mean, I could always pick it back up and say, well, it is what it is. We're gonna look blah blah blah. But my thing is this, um, of course, I mean, it's, it's so much to unfold in this because it's like, listen, the woman sits on my couch 16 hours a day, and that really pisses me off. She was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said she sits on my couch and watches TV 16 hours a day, and that pisses that really pisses me off. And you and you don't even say nothing about it, but let that fester for day after day, week after week, month after month. And then you go sit in that favorite spot of yours, and it's got a permanent dent in there from your mama's booty. <laughs> He's right about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I feel myself because I feel my. That's the most. That I'm like. I guess with you, that's the most frustrating part for me. Is like, okay, she's here, but my thing is, okay, you. First of all, you don't ask if you need something financially, okay? I don't understand how somebody comes to somebody's house and they don't say nothing. You just sit there and you and you don't ask, does this need to get? Hey, you guys need extra money? So you say nothing. See, that's, that, see, that's stuff, yeah. So stuff like, little stuff, you're right, it's starting to piss me off a little bit. But, I mean, I'm working through it. Right. So when your wife say something about, you know, no, I got a headache, the first thing pops in your mind subconsciously is, wait a minute, you got a headache. You should be giving me booty when I walk in the door. I, I got your mama here. Everything, you know, it always filters back to, wait, your mama here. Wait, your mama ain't even paying much. Wait, how much she got in the bank? I mean, don't find that out. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so if if you and your wife are, do y'all have kids in the house too? Yeah, I got two two little ones. Okay, so you're going to always be on the needle of I can't say nothing because I'm in front of, or I can't say nothing because I don't want her to feel unwanted, or I can't say nothing because my wife is going to be like, well, she is paying rent, you know, and you're going to always default to I can't say anything because, and you're going you're gonna to bridle your tongue a whole lot because mama is there, and and the more you brighter your tongue, the more frustrated you're going to be, 
and the more your wife is going to look different and the more her regular conversation is going to sound like complaints. Probably so. Probably so. I'm working through it, believe me. Fair See, that's one of those. Yeah, I, I think Darren, for his honest, honesty and transparency, um, you know, and saying that, and like I say that, that just kind of, you know, proves what I was saying earlier. And then, especially in a relationship, in a marriage, if you guys don't have that, you know, just communications, but honest communication, laying everything out, you know, later on down the line, some things can go wrong, you know, because people tell half the story. You know, like you say, what you know, the young man saying his mother-in-law moved in and the whole nine yards. Might have thought it was going to be for a brief time period, and then all of a sudden, you know, like Darren said with his grandson, it wound up being, you know, six months, then a year, and then ten years. Like, whoa, you know. Uh, uh-huh. And then it man, comes those down. things can wear on you. Yeah, and then it comes down to if you <clears throat> finally come out and say, look, man, I'm tired of your mama being here. Because I, I, I felt like, okay, I'm going to have an honest communication with my wife and say, look, this this is this is going too far. After I got or began to get disrespected by his mom and his dad, I was like, look, I'm doing all this, and I don't even want to. And he come to mm-hmm. disrespect his parents. And now I'm like, wait, I, now I just feel, I feel like I've been punked because they hung up on me in the middle of me trying to talk to them about their child. Uh, so wow. now I'm bringing it to my wife. And she, and I'm, I'm just trying to be honest and communicate with my wife at this time. And she was like, well, what do you want us to do, kick him out? And now, if I answer honestly, we're going to have another problem. So if mm-hmm. I, and if I try to continue to get up from it and say, nah, 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 then I'm back in the same seat before I started bringing the conversation up. So then you're going to feel like you can't. Have honest communication with your wife because then she's gonna be like, "What you want me to put my mama out? That's what you want. You want me yeah. to put my mama out on the street, <laughs> see? And then making you feel guilty about saying, yeah, she grown.' Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, D, but uh, let me ask you this question: Say, in, let's just say your situation with your grandson. When you're talking about say an, an incident that that bothers you based off him being there, and you're talking to your wife about it, are you lacing that? with blaming her for that situation even existing in your life? Like, is that a part of what she has to receive as a part of you being honest? Uh, yeah, because if we arguing about, if we get into a knockdown door argument about him being here or why he here or his parents or his parents disrespecting us or him being hospitalized or surgeries or money coming out left and right from having to fund this and fund that, then it always funnels back to, why did you let him? This is what I I told you, that you shouldn't have let him come here in the first place. This, I mean, you know, and it all, and that's what my mind is stuck at. That's the root of, that used to be the root of my argument with her about him. It wasn't necessarily about him. It was the backlash from bringing him. It was mm-hmm. dealing with his disrespectful parents. It was dealing with his cerebral palsy, and we have to, I mean, like, she'll drive down to D.C., and in D.C. they got these these, these cameras, um, and if they, get, they catch you going over the speed limit, that's $200 easy. 
And then if you don't pay the $200 in a certain amount of days or months or whatever time they give you, that 200 turns into 400 Wow. And she'll try to hide, well, I mean, or the ticket or, you know, mail will come through. They'll get lost. I understand that. I believe sometimes she'll be trying to hide them and not let me see the $200 ticket that she got. She'll try to pay it before I, I see it. And then it doubles by the time I see the the real ticket is four hundred by then. And one time I added up all our tickets from her going to take him down to DC to the um children's clinic for his cerebral palsy. I end up paying seven thousand nine hundred eighty six dollars one year. Tickets oh dang! Oh from her man. to DC, I added it up. And so. Yeah, and then that brings my mind back to see if we wouldn't have never took him in the first place, you know, if you get out of here on time. No, it ain't about you. Yeah, you should get out of here on time and not try to speed to Children's Hospital. But this wouldn't happen if he wasn't here in the first place. This shouldn't even be our responsibility. Now I got a $7,900 ticket that I got to pay because you see what I'm saying? That was yeah. my and number, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, <laughs> hold on one second. Hold on, hold on. I think what we're talking about is two different issues. And this is why I say that. Because I'm pretty sure some of those tickets came where she wasn't going to the hospital. Those tickets in D.C. are in the same places all the time. They're in the same places. They speed cameras. And they, too, I know where most of them are. And to keep going over and over and over and not paying attention to them is a whole different issue than having that boy there. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just I don't think I'm it's just, just because you I'm have mine. the boy there. Yeah, but you I I bet you're still getting tickets. No, no, no. No, I'm just I was talking about talking about when he was there. No, we don't get him no more because we don't go to D C. We don't have to go to D C. Speeding down to D C for no appointment. Right. They got him in Maryland too though. Well, that's forty dollars in water if I pay that all day. So what I'm saying is you still paying you still paying speeding tickets. They have nothing to do with the board. It may have, no, no, no. have I'm not, nothing to do with the driver. Right? You miss you miss T Hawk. I'm I'm not paying him no more. I was talking about when he was here. And I was referring to one particular year when I added it up when he was here and he had to go down to children's hospital all the time. And I and I and I saw it, I added it up that year for the money that I spent. On tickets, $7,986. Wow. And the tickets aren't, but, but see, the point I'm trying to make down is that you have you have the boy that's here, and then you have the laws in D.C. The laws aren't being broken in D.C. because of the boy. The laws are just being disregarded in D.C. just because they're being disregarded in D.C. I don't think it had anything to do with the boy. Now, you but may be right. Mind. Had she not been going to D.C., then she wouldn't have got the tickets, but Again, you still got to obey the laws wherever you go, whether you're taking a, a, a boy, a child, a girl, anybody, you know. Understood. Where they but my, right. But I'm telling him, my mind went there that if he wasn't here, we wouldn't have this bill or this debt. It wasn't, it ain't probably had nothing. It, she, we could have probably got some tickets going down to dinner some days. And, and, and if we got that ticket, I would blame that on it. I'm just saying what a bitterness settles in when when you continue to accept something that you don't really want to, you end up putting all your blame and arguments on that particular thing that you don't want. Mm-hmm. And this is in reference to a man's mother-in-law living in his house, and he ain't really 
he ain't really want that, but you know he can't say nothing about it. Hey, D, but I want to speak to that real quick. I just want to speak to that real quick. Um, and my personal opinion, that can create resentment against the mother and then against the wife long term. Especially when you're talking about that the that the contribution isn't being brought up that you got to bring up. Hey, why don't you help out financially? I just think that that will, you know, and, and the fact that you feel bamboozled on how they got it to go down that way. I think uh-huh. that over time, that resentment could be detrimental to the marriage because now you got another grown person living there that may or not be contributing that is almost like in your marriage, indirectly and directly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I just don't know that marriage, marriage was meant to be that way. I, I think that if it's a situation where they're elderly, and they can't take care of themselves, and it's a short term, that's cool. Or they're injured, or whatever the case may be, and it's a short term, like Darren said, there's a end date. But right now, it sounds like that's just going to be the, your marriage from now to the end. And I think that once resentment happens, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to erase that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's yeah, how true. I feel about good good stepfathers. Good stepfathers ought to be honored, you know, because good stepfathers, special man, you know, who because uh, his love for this woman takes on a child that's not even biologically related to him, and he take care of him or her and watch out for them children like that. A good stepfather need to be honored and revered, man. That's more than a notion. So just Sam. take up the slack of being a father figure to a child that's not even your biological child. But Sam, here's the difference between a stepfather and and somebody who moved in on you under your nose. A stepfather mm-hmm. knows what they're signing up for. Stepmothers too. They know what they're signing up for. They yeah. they see yeah. them coming. When you move somebody in there that that come in there with the plan of oh I'm only gonna be here for a month, that changes the game when they end up being there for longer than that. Right, right. That's totally different than. Accepting, okay, yeah, I'm, I, I love you so much. I'm gonna bring, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with this. I'm gonna take care of your son like he mine. Vice, your mama moving in for a week? Okay, she'll be here for a week. Oh, well, babe, your mama been here for about three months now. What's going on? Oh no, she just haven't. Okay, dang, babe, your mama been here for a year now. What's going on? You know, so it's a difference between getting tricked and knowing what you're getting up front. Right. I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. My bad, Rodney. Go ahead. Oh, Malcolm was about to ask a question. Yeah, go ahead, Malcolm. What, what the thing? I, I think the um, it's just about being honest, uh, and I think that if you're going to be honest with somebody, and this happens to men a lot with, with women, if if being honest includes blame, a lot of it, a lot of the being honest about something important includes finger pointing. That that it, it is hard for a person to accept that as honesty. It has to be something else. Like you would have had to accept, okay, this is my reality. There's no longer, no reason for me to point a finger in this manner. I'll complain about the tickets, but don't let me blame it on this. Let me blame it on you being irresponsible or running late. But look, like I guess, kind of similar to what Tony was saying. But you gotta, if you're gonna accept it, you can't expect them 
to accept blame every time, to be honest. Put it like that. You got to be honest about what's specifically going on, not the foundational thing that you done already accepted, if you understand what I'm saying. No, no. When uh, I'm not talking about acceptance. I'm talking about forced acceptance. It's two different things. Acceptance means this happened, okay, we can't do anything about it, okay. You know, that's that's one acceptance. That's the acceptance you're talking about. What I'm saying, forced acceptance is we can still do something about it, and we won't. I, you, we can. Mama got enough money probably in her bank account right now to move into an apartment, but we ain't gonna even push the issue because it's Mama. And then by and, and since we're not pushing the issue, then our marriage is is. Is dripping to divorce, and we don't even know we got a leak in it. It's just a slow leak. So did it? Did it feel like a forced uh, compliance thing for you? Is because you couldn't even put up an ultimatum. You ultimately just had to just keep them no matter what you wanted to do. Did that make it feel forced, or like what? What component of it made it forced? Because his, I mean, because the in the realm of things we couldn't allow him to go back to his mom or his dad because the sale was, hey, you know, they're not ready. They're not mature enough. They're not going to take him to these appointments. They're not going to do the things that needs to be done to make sure he's okay. Same difference with my man Simon. You know, this is my mother. She's getting old. She can't afford it. It's a lot of excuses that come with it. With and but when you look up under the dress of excuses, you see some, you you see some things that that can be done. Mama can move into mm-hmm. an old folks' home. Mama can move in. I mean, Malik can move into with his mama because his mama got other kids that ain't there living with her. She taking care of them just fine. Now she ain't gonna take care of them like we taking care of him, but she will do just fine because that is her child. So. Instead of her, you know, um, looking at that as an option, she looked at it as it wasn't one. Instead of my man Simon looking at mama moving into an old folks home as an option, his wife would say, I ain't moving my mama to no old folks home. And so he got to back up from his truth again. So for you, and I think it's deeper than that, though. Go ahead. You go ahead. It sounds, okay, it sounds like Darren. You got to a point where you being honest was, baby, you're not doing nothing about this. So whenever a problem came up, ultimately that's what the message was. Is that is that is that what ended up happening? No, no what ended up happening is, you know, ultimately she was getting sick and stressed out from trying to make sure he was taken care of, and she ended up. Getting I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, real quick, real quick. So you know, you know the answer, the question that I asked was basically that. You were saying, baby, you're not doing nothing and forcing your daughter to take her son. That's what I mean by not doing nothing. Right, right, right. You ain't even entertaining the idea um, for him to go back home to his his mom because automatically sitting on a settling with, she can't do it. I got you. So your honesty was, this is your fault. That that was the honesty. That was my... At a certain point. Yeah, this shouldn't have never happened, and it was. Uh, I, I would never say that, but 
you know, the root of my anger or my bitterness came from she should have never brought me. It wasn't that. I mean, and she, look, look, let's back up. She had every reason to have him here. I was just talking about, you know, me as far as the way I saw it. Now, being a mother, being a parent, being a grandmother, being somebody in his blood, she did the right thing. Um, I mean, no, no, hands down, we had to do that at that time, but we didn't have to keep it going as long as my my thing was. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think that um, a decision is made right when when that when that scenario comes up, you know, whether it's a mother or a grandchild or whatever. The the um, decision is made by whoever's making it that this is what it's going to be. The problem that I have with that decision, and let's just take the mom moving in portion, right? My problem is with that is, so you're my wife, and a strong marriage with just us two is not important enough, right, that you have to bring someone else in. Like you chose that road versus the road of saying no, I need to be here with my husband and not with my mom or dad or whoever. You know what I'm saying? That's the issue that I have with it. Like, why didn't you choose me over them? And I know it's hard to do, but at the end of the day, that's what you signed up for. Leave and cleave. Right? Mm-hmm. And why should you the husband why, why should the husband be on the back burner? trying to negotiate and trying to fix it back to the way that it's already supposed to be. Just him and her and whatever kids they got. And that's it. See, hey, Tony, hey, Malcolm, real quick. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, I just want to speak to that narrative. The only thing is what you create, the narrative that you create in that situation is uh, basically one of the mothers needed help and the, the spouse of the person basically shut it down and said no. That's the narrative that you left with when you go that route. That route. Mm-hmm. If you're cool with that, I mean, whatever, but that's the narrative, though. And, that, and that's going to be a mess, because that's going to be a mess, because it's more, because <clears throat> like I said, he he thought, he just said exactly what I was thinking earlier, like, okay, well, you chose your mother over me. Now, mind you, I only right. tell her business, but like I said, she was in a marriage years ago, wasn't going so well, whatever, whatever. All of a sudden, you forward, she get divorced. Now, all of a sudden, my, my, matter of fact, my wife is the only child. So mm. now you're the only child. So now your mother is 80 years old. So I'm like, okay, well, once again, you knew it was, it was trouble in paradise years ago. And I asked right. you years ago. It was, it's not like I asked you two months ago. No, I asked you when I was dating you. When I was hearing it was trouble in paradise, what the hell is going to happen to your mother? And I was asking right. you this seven years ago. Wait, now no. all of a sudden, I mean, you were trying to you were trying to make sure this wouldn't happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not ideal. It's not ideal. It's it's, it's border, it can be borderline destructive in a marriage. But wait a minute. What 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 did she say when you said you asked her that question years ago? What did she say? What's going to happen when your mama get a divorce? Well, it, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of just, kind of just like brushed off because it was like, like I say, in her mind, things are, things don't happen to my wife until it happens. Unless, like, I see the storm 
a mile away. Her thing is the storm don't really matter until it hits your house. That's her thing. She's like, well, I'm not really, I'm not really thinking about it because it's just not really here. Well, she's right. married right now, and my thing is like, well, you just told me it's trouble in paradise, so I think it's gonna be an exit pretty soon. Oh uh, well, it's not really happening right now, so I'm not really worried about it. So it's like, it's kind of got this flaky. No, very tellish. I don't know. My wife is in the twilight zone sometimes. I'd be like, baby, okay. I, like I said, I'm a foreseer. I've seen things a mile away. It was just like, uh, well, it'll, it, it'll, it, it's like it'll kind of work itself out. When it works itself out, I don't really know. I'm like, okay, all right. So kinda, she I, knew I though. Break. She, right. said, she it, knew. She knew. What, she knew. That's that's why she didn't answer you because she already knew. Mom was coming to stay with her if it didn't work out. But she knew that it was going to be some drama. So it's better to, you know, they say it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. And that's what you got. Mm-hmm. That's what you got. Because, there, no, 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 but here, hold on, here's, well, hold up, we back up because mom did, listen, mom did live in their apartment building. So mom did, so when she got the divorce, Mom did live in an apartment, though. So she did live on her own for a whole year. And then all of a sudden, oh, mom can't afford this. And, and you got the condo out the deal, but you didn't want the condo. Your mama didn't want the condo that she said she wanted. Okay, because it's on the third floor, and now she's old. Okay, well, she told the court she wanted it, uh, but she don't want it. Okay, I, I don't know what else to do here. I'm like, <laughs> so it's like provision after provision after provision, like, but now all of a sudden, oh, it is what it is. Mom's just going to stay with us. I'm like, oh, okay. That's how we doing it? All right. <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah, but Darren said something earlier about that the husband should be rewarded with more sex just because of this situation, like more sex than he he would be getting if the mother-in-law wasn't there. Do you all agree with that? Absolutely not. I know I no. wasn't. I, I wasn't yeah, I was taking it. I, 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 I was taking it. Now he said he should be rewarded with more. I think he was saying the fact that you know when he steps up, you know, to do what it is or whatever, he shouldn't get no bunch of uh, gruff or feedback from that. You know? Right. That was <laughs> ample from it. It was just like, look, I shouldn't hear your mouth on nothing. If whatever, yeah. I should be whatever I want. Right. Yeah, but I think when you guard it like that, then you setting yourself for. Her just taking one for the team just because she feels like she, you know, guilt, guilted into doing it. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm including, I am including all these complaints, all this complaining you're doing. I shouldn't have to hear all of that. I mean, I'm the one should be complaining. I let your mom in here. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to hear nothing. Like- but guys, yeah, you know right, one thing? She already flexed, man. It, it's done. She's going to keep flexing. You know what they say, once you give them an inch, they're going to take all of it. She flexed her mama there. You ain't got her. And her mama there, too? Oh, my God. That's two of them flexing on you. That's <laughs> Well, guys, I'm telling you, it's like this. It's like, swear I mean, if you're a single man, for you married guys, you know, you got your own situations. But even if you're single, you're looking to get in a relationship. Or, like, nowadays, you see women, they got children. Then when you get to a certain age range, you get a little older, you got women not only got children, but now they got grandchildren, you know, and, and some of them, spend just as much time or even more time with their grandchildren or are the caretakers for their grandchildren or whatever. You know, so 
that going to leave you to a point, you know, if you see something about her, well, I really like this woman. I'm trying to get with her, but she's going to fit you in possibly, you know, even if she wants to have anything to do with you because she's going to give priority to those things, children or children are already adults and their grandchildren, you know, and then now we hear in as parents, you know, uh, sometimes people get their parents begin older or whatever, and they feel a certain, you know, I need to help my parent out or whatever. So now they got this obligation to the parent, you know, and then he was saying his wife is a single uh, child. So the only child, so that even more so. Hey, look, man, but, we're not telling you, Simon, to when you get off this phone, go wake your mother-in-law up and kick her out. We ain't telling you that. You got to go. You got to go, Hattie, babe. You got to go. Put like this. Put like this. My thing is this. I'm, see, I'm a type of person, and, and I guess I'm a type of person, because, I mean, I don't bark on people. I don't have that type of energy to come in the house roaring. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a, I, I work hard. I hustle this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is this. If your mother's going to be here, I need to get that money. I don't care. If, <laughs> I don't care what struggle y'all had when you were 13. I don't care. Once again, you said right. she was going to do something when she got here. That's what I need for it to happen. Don't Because the other week, now all of a sudden, oh, well, I kind of thought mine was going to be a kind of like an emergency backup plan. So you changed it again. So hold up, hold up. It went from she, she was going to be 500 a week, but now all of a sudden, well, I was going to, because this, cause this is what happened. Let me, let me, hold up. Let me give you the whole story. All right? Let me give you the whole story. Guys. Real quick, real quick. Because right. just... I'm not sure, and I'll boot with the food. Once again. So, so once again, made the agreement, $500 a month. You know what I'm saying? Now, once again, we only have one vehicle, so I'm using her mother's money because I have to take a list to drop my kids off at the house. But once again, my mother, my wife is not telling me she's not taking $500 a month. She's not telling me this. And I knew she was going to kind of do this, but I took it upon myself to get her mother's information and take what I need because you're not, because you're going to go through the super guilt thing. When I was little, my mother had to take care of me. Yeah, I cool, I got that. So I'm gonna get your mother's information, and I'm gonna take five hundred dollars out. So my wife, I never told. The thing is, I never told my wife though. Never told my wife I was doing it. And, and once again, so last week we kind of had an argument about that. Well, you had my wife, my mom's information all this time. Yeah, because you weren't gonna do it. I knew you weren't gonna do it. Well, just well, mm-hmm. delete all her information. I don't need for you to have her stuff. Well, okay, first you lied, but now you're mad at me for keeping the part of the deal. What's the problem? Yeah. Right. Okay. right. Hey, and, now, and that's an argument right there that don't even have to happen. You see what I'm exactly. saying? Right. These right. are the things that I'm saying that y'all going to be arguing about stuff. Y'all got two kids. You see what I'm saying? Y'all got a marriage to grow. Now, right. here's another entity that's causing you to have some conflict that wouldn't ordinarily happen if she wasn't there. Right. And that's what I was saying right. about. It, we we was having arguments that we wouldn't have had if he wasn't here that created mm-hmm. a slow leak in our marriage on our yeah. way to divorce and didn't even know it. Right. So that's why I was saying as a man, you know, and we talk about being the head of the household and all these things, you know, uh, not just in a financial matter, but in decision-making matters. And just as a man, you know, I think, you know, my opinion, but again, you've got to 
set the boundaries, set up what it is, you know, ensure that your woman is talking to you and telling you things. And when such agreements come, you know, like you say, you, I mean, you know, you're not trying to be a, a uncompassion, you know, or don't have any empathy for nobody, especially when you're in-laws or your parents or whatever. But again, if we come up with a decision, then it's got to be stuck to, it's got to be a hurt, you know, here to, and if it don't, you know, Darren was saying, that's going to put a slow leak in your marriage and it's going to get bad for everybody. The resentment and anger start building up over the time period right. and all that, you know, right. and it's like, that's not what I got in there. That's what I, I didn't sign up for this. You know? And when your wife, up for that. and when your wife said, now you could have you could have went even deeper after you found out she lied to you. You it could, that could have been a whole nother, you know, knockout argument. Wait a minute, you choosing your mother? You see what I'm saying? So now you okay. lied, and I'm in here doing all I can, and you went see that these are unnecessary arguments. Right. And and these are arguments that you know normal marriages have to go through it because they, they have to grow through we gotta raise these kids we gotta, we gotta concentrate on get another car. We gotta make these apartments and get in our house. Make sure we take the football. It's normal stuff in a normal marriage that we already have problems we have to work out. Here's another thing that we have to do now. We brought this entity in the house and we arguing about and, and these these arguments are heavier than our regular ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just add it because it's it's like to, to me it was always the plan. But the thing is now I'm thinking about now like yo this was always the plan. You know what I'm saying? It was never about hey, no no who was doing... somebody watching this? Somebody watching this? Is cooking dinner. Can y'all oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I'm I got cooking. that. Sorry about that. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. But but like oh, yeah. I was saying, this this was this was part of the plan. This was part of the plan. My thing is, she always said, "Yeah, I want to move my mom in." So I'm like, "Okay, we get a bigger house." I'm not tripping, you know what I'm saying? I'm not. To me, listen, if your mom is here, she's here, fine. But don't renege and say we're gonna. Oh, well, now she's a backup to this. You cut off. What'd you say now? She's a backup. What? He fell off. You have to dial back in. Okay. I don't know. Maybe the mother, maybe the mother-in-law pulled his line. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> Better call and check on him. Well, I mean, he did say something. Hopefully, he'll dial back in. But um, he did say. You know how he needs that money, and I guess I got a monkey wrench um, here. How can marriage ruin a person's relationship with money and finances? Oh, there he is. He's back. Go yeah, ahead, I'm back. Brother. I'm back. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, but anyway. Go ahead, man. Hmm. He dropped again. Oh no. That is mom. <laughs> Yeah, that is mama. Hey, you know, I, I should have hacked my I, studio. I <laughs> Go ahead, Malcolm. Go ahead, Malcolm. Hey, I believe that I can relate to him, and, and, and if I can, then I, I would imagine that he kind of um, looks at his wife as a hypocrite as well, in, in mm. a sense that that he sees her doing things 
that if the shoe was on the other foot, she would have a problem with. Uh-huh. So whenever he processing situations, he's looking at her with the with the um the uh, the lens of, and plus you wouldn't want me doing this to you either. On top of it. Uh huh. You know. Huh. That's the whole thing. Yeah, and no then they're, 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 what pisses me off is they play like they would. Right. So, 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 if, and I say that because if he says that, if he's mentioned that she, you know, she finds things to complain about, that means she's pointing out a lot of things. That means that that's going to make him pay attention to the things that she normally would complain about. You see her doing it, you're like, okay. Because uh-huh. you know? I, I, huh? I, I deal with the same type of thing. So I think I can relate to it. Yeah, I think he's dialing back in now. Hmm. Hey, y'all hear me? Yeah. yeah, we can hear you. Y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so, I mean, so basically it's like this. So, I'm, I mean, I'm go, I ain't going to lie, man. It's, I told my dad last week, man, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm keeping frank with y'all. I told my pops, listen, pops, last week I'm like, man, I don't know if I can do this no more, dude. I don't know if I could do this no more because I don't feel like I'm I'm a part of anything. I just feel like I'm I'm a dude that's just here paying some bills. I, I don't feel like you know what I'm saying. I don't wow. feel like I'm a part of anything. It just feels like I'm, right. I'm here. Yeah. It just feels that's what that's what it feels like. I'm I'm just here. It's like okay, well I'm just here in the house and you know saying like I said, Dad, no no love, no intimacy. It's just like oh, okay. I'm like really. Once again, my father, listen, my father just brought a car from New York last week. Had a car in the yard, been sitting there for two years. Hey, Sai, you need a car? Yeah, Pop, come on down. Brought a whole car down here. You know what I'm saying? Think it would be appreciated. Think it would be whatever it is, what it is. Keep it moving. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, man, you know what? I I don't know, bro. I, I don't know, fellas. <laughs> Maybe I'm tripping. I'm like, this, this, is, this can't be marriage. You tell me I'm doing all this giving. All this giving, all this hustling, all this providing, and hey, hey, attaboy. Hey, thank you. Goodbye. Really? <clears throat> no, I don't think we're not. It's a lot of marriages go through at this point. Well, how long y'all been married? I'll be, I've known her for seven years. Yep, I'll be six years in October. <laughs> Okay, y'all, so so it's, I mean, we had a show called a seven year itch, right? So at right around this point, between this point and ten, you know, the, those are the questions that you start asking yourself because you start reaching some things, uh, some knowledge, or you start gaining knowledge that you don't like about your spouse, and then you start asking yourself those questions: Can I continue to deal with this? Like it's going to go on forever? It ain't going to go on forever. It's just I believe that you have to make some some serious decisions and put your foot down on some some tender subjects. Um, certain things just gonna have to be like, hey, I'm on, we're gonna have to go with this because I am the head of this household and I have it has to go like this. And once you start taking that kind of lead, then that would be appreciated more so to, to giving in to this and giving in to that. It'd be and what. This is my experience. I, I, might, I might be just talking out of one vein. But taking the lead in your own household and saying, look, this is what we're doing, no questions asked, because we have to go in this direction because God is leading us to go into this direction, or I am, you know, I am led to go in this direction by 
you know, what where I think the family needs to go, and I'm responsible for this. So I'm not going to go give in to something that you want just because you want to pout about it if I don't give it to you. I have to make a hard decision to go left. And you either you you're gonna follow me like Malcolm said, you coming you coming kicking or screaming. But you coming and I think that that would be more appreciated and that's that thug love of mentality uh, earlier, that when a man makes a decision regardless of what the wife thinks, if it has to be a decision I'm not saying don't consider her. I'm saying if if a tough decision has to be made and you have to make it, it she probably can't be considered because like you said, she's the only child. She can't see her not doing what she's doing, but you got She has that vision. Being a single woman, she has that vision because your kids are at stake if you leave. Well, look, it ain't because your mom or your wife. Your kids are at stake if you leave. So okay, and that's what Darren. Hold on, Dan. Let me just say this to add here? to what you were saying. Let me just say this right quick. To add what Darren's saying, you know. We we you know not trying to come to a, a, a end resolve in that situation. What you're saying is I agree with what you're saying, but the fact that just like Simon, you telling us, and hopefully you've communicated this to your wife how you feel about the whole situation. You know, not yelling, not screaming, not arguing. Have a calm conversation and say, hey babe, this is how I feel about what we're going through right now. This is where I'm at with that, and we need to act on it. You know, because um, you want her input. You know, you're not trying to chase her away. Or put her off where she feel attacked, but you let her know because you got feelings too. You feel a certain way. You got to say so. Uh, you got input in this, and you right. care about your marriage, and you trying to show her that. So look, this is how I'm feeling about this. You know, we need to make some decisions, some final decisions, and then things that we agree on, we got to stick to. You know, we can't divert from what's going on for the benefit and the betterment of our marriage. Right. right. <clears throat> and I think the one way to go at that is to make a list. I'm not going to say make a list of demands, but make a list of the things that you actually need to function properly as a husband in that situation, right? And don't deviate because sometimes they're going to be like, okay, well, I can't do that, and you cross that off the list. But you still need these things. Intimacy you need. Conversations you need. Privacy you need. Trust you need. There's there's certain certain things that you need to function as a man. And if she's not giving them to you, that's when you start having conversations like this. Outside of your marriage, talking about, I'm, I can't take it no more. See what I'm uh-huh. saying? So once you get this list together of the must-haves for you, then you go to her and you sit down with the list and say, these are the things that I need. And these are the things that I see. Because you can already see the future because you saw it before. You knew what was going to happen when the mom's relationship was going bad. And you already knew that she was going to try to bring her in, which she did. So now you can also see what's going to happen if your list doesn't get satisfied, right? right? Because that that makes us weak as men. That makes us stray. It makes our mind go elsewhere. And then we start to lose interest in that woman. You see what I'm saying? So if you don't want to get to that point, sit down and talk to her. And if she is not willing to address these issues and say, you know what, this is for, for the better of the marriage, and, and I love you as my husband. Let me handle these and let me address these issues. If she's not willing to do that, then, well, then that's a big then. But you want to do something else. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, not, when we, we, I think we've done this show um, enough. 
to be able to discern when uh, something is not right in any of our listeners who speak up. And and we've been in enough situations to see that, hey, man, if we go out, if you keep going down this road. Now, we didn't know you was having an issue with your wife, but the the symptom of an issue is a choice that was forced on you. And and that's right. why we bring this back up about your mother-in-law, because it, it, it's a similar situation that I've been in and some of some other people have shared. So mm-hmm. I know this subject that Rodney is talking about tonight has nothing to do with your mother-in-law, but when we hear something, and we talk to all the listeners, when we hear something that um, that is detrimental or maybe detrimental to a marriage, we have to stop, and we should stop and deal with that issue with that particular brother. Um, we've done this before when a dude was down in Florida, I believe. He was in the bar ready to smash something else. And Tony was like, wait a minute. I think I think it was He said, hey, bro, you need to call your wife. You need to get back with your wife. And we stopped that brother from cheating that night because his mind was up. No, he was was going to the bar, but he called a show that night on his way to the bar. He was about to go down to the bar in the hotel, and and his intentions was, you know, his motives was not good. And, you know, listening to the show stopped him from doing this, and maybe it'll stop you from – you know, taking that ne- ne- the next bad step towards a divorce. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. most oh, yeah. definitely. I, I just, you know, it's it's just uh, it's just frustration. Cause I mean, I, I it, it popped in my mind. I'm like, cause you know my kids, cause you know my kids, and I'm like, I don't want to leave my kids. But listen, if if you're not gonna work with me, then I I don't know what else. I'm going to do, because I've given and I've given, and I keep giving. It's like, okay, you want me to be more of this, I keep doing it, but somehow it's just, I'm not, it's nothing being reciprocated, you know what I'm saying? Plus, my wife makes more than me, so my wife makes more than me, so I think she got, I don't know, she got this stigma in the head, like, I'm the queen of the castle, because you make more, I'm like, hold up, like, you know, we, you know, it's it's kind of... It's kind of weird, but, I mean, that's just what it is. Hey, Simon, this is one thing that I want to point out, and I don't know if this applies to you or not, um, but the, the the tricky part about a situation like what I think I'm hearing, your situation, is your wife may not be able to grow up or develop under these circumstances, but one day when, you're, when your mom, mother-in-law moves out, she may be able to grow up under those circumstances, so it, the crazy thing is if you if you make any real harsh decisions other than just recognizing its frustrations, if you make some harsh decisions under these circumstances, you might be making them before there's time for growth. You know what I mean? Like it's probably real hard for her to develop or grow in the way you wanted to under these circumstances, but it right. still might happen right. some, in the future. You know what I mean? So that's right. something that you got to consider as well. But it's not too late though. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I like this. I'm, I'm a patient man, but it's just when you see tendencies in this female, it's like, okay, Sa, I need for you to change. I need for you to change, Sa. I need for you to do this. But it's like, what more can I do? You know what I'm saying? As a man, I'm supposed to provide and do this and do that. Okay, I've done that answer. <laughs> but, you right, know what I'm saying? Right, I'm not, right. I don't throw things in your face like, Okay, well, I went to Iraq and I got the house and I just.
just got another car. You know, what I'm, I'm not that type of person to throw what I've done to you. It is what it is. I'm a man. I'm going to provide for my family, and it is what it is. My thing for you is I don't ask much from you. I don't ask you for pretty much at all. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we are we are gelling, we are growing. But once again, just just you not giving nothing. That's because now it's getting to a point. Well, oh, I, I just feel like I'm I'm just some Negro in the house. That's why that's how I feel right now. So well, when look, you look, look, I mean, I mean, hold on, hold on. But but you are right, and I would say it like this because what I'm hearing. So just picture the scenario that your wife lived at home with her mother and you came and moved in. Now, just think about that. Your wife moved in with your mother, and your mom's already got her rules in place, but you came and moved in. What's the difference from that scenario to your current scenario? Well, I own the house. So, I mean, if it came down to it, I mean, if we want to get ugly, ugly, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like I said, right. listen, this house is to the, to the veteran. You, I, I can, I can right. get ugly with her, but I'm, I understand what you're saying. I can what you're saying. No, I mean, you know, but action-wise, it sounds like it's the same type of activity going on, right? Her mom is there. Her mom has got this, I, I, maybe this passive-aggressive, I'm the mom, and, you know, certain things shouldn't happen or should happen. Because you said that your wife is acting differently towards you, you know, as a man, right? And that may have something to do with the fact that she's there. Well, I don't want my mother to hear us, or I don't want to walk around this way because my mom's here. I don't know. But there's a reason behind the fact that the intimacy isn't where it's supposed to be. You feel what I'm saying? And I think that would be the same thing if you moved into her house. You feel what I'm saying? So I think that the elephant in the room is you got to get you got to get your house back first. Uh-huh. Like Malcolm was saying, you got to get your house back. Then once you get your house back, then you can say, okay, this is what we need to do moving forward so I don't lose interest in this marriage. And these kids don't end up in a in a, in a weekend situation. Yep. Mm. I got you. I'm with that. Do you back I'm up? Trying to figure out a conversation because you feel like your wife do make more than you? So do you back up some, some time from some arguments because of that? Nah, I mean, I voice my opinion. Your face. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, I'm not, it's just, it's not so much, I know she has a lot on her plate. So once I'm a type of person, I don't want to add more to you. So once again, I don't ask her for much. Now, once again, listen, intimacy is, is a given. You know what I'm saying? I only ask you for intimacy uh, and just let's work together and let's build. That's my thing. Let's build. So I'm not the type of person. I don't throw. Like I said, you got a full time job. She has her own baking business on the weekend. So you know, what I'm saying then she got the kids, then she got her mom. So once again, she has all this stuff she kind of put herself into. Yep. So it's yep. like, okay, I I got all this stuff, and here comes my husband. You're like you're here, but I got like fifty many other things to do. So it's like she's put herself in this vice grip type thing. So I don't know. What's going on with her, basically? Why, so why, what kind of say-so did you have when she was making these decisions? Because you keep saying they're decisions like they're only belonging to her. It's like she has this going on for herself. She has a lot on her plate. 
I mean, I mean, you're directing a lot of it just on her, like you're like you are just a Negro in the house and not having any say so in her business on the weekend. Um, the things that she's also doing, the other things that she's doing with her finances or whatever. Um, it, it's more like when you get your house back, you get more involved in that too instead of a hands-off approach in, well, I ain't touching your money and I ain't trying to get you for your money. No, it's 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 equal all the way down. So it seems like some, some conversations have been backed up away from because of the money she brings in and because of the things that she's doing and because of the decisions that she's making without you, it seems like she's growing in that direction to make even more decisions without consulting you. And when when we when Malcolm was saying get your house back, that's part of it. That's a big part of it. No matter what you're making, I'm still your husband. No matter how much you make over me, your mama still got to go. No matter how much you're making over me, we still right. are going to be a husband and a wife, and it's my job as a husband to keep this family together. Right. Or bounce. Right. Or bounce. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Right, 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 right. Look, look, look. I did my part. I got it to this point. If you don't like it, then you need to do something else, you and your mama. If not, let's, let's fix this situation and be married and stay married and move on. But, I mean, sometimes it's got to be I think with your situation, it got to be cut and dry just like that. I yeah. can't think it no more. It's weighing me down. I can't think straight at work. I'm stressing out, and I don't I don't like being this way. I did not sign up for this, and I don't think this is the marriage that God wanted me to be in because I, I know he wouldn't want me to feel this way. So we need to work this out, or we need to do something different. Hey, how about we uh, back up for a minute? Because before Simon came back, Rodney put out a good question there. I want to see if we can address that. You remember your question again, Rodney? I did. It was uh, how can a marriage ruin a person's relationship with money and finances? That was the point. Okay, there we go. Because I thought we were yeah, speaking on that. So, what do you guys think? When the wife hides money and don't tell you about it. <laughs> did I just say that all out loud? I'm so sorry. The secret stash. The secret stash. <laughs> the secret stash. The secret stash. But and 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 we was. We was in that vein when we was talking about Simon. I mean, I believe Mama got a whole lot of money, and I believe mm. Wifey some 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 money that in that secret stash, and and I right. think that that builds up the confidence to do whatever they want to do, or I can make the of decisions course. I want to make because I know this nest here bigger than your whole house. Right. You know, I'm stacking over here and pretending like I'm not. You know, it's some it's some hard questions got to be answered. Do you know? Do you and your wife share bank accounts? I mean, this is a hypothetical question. I ain't trying to ask you to put your no, business no, out no, here. No, 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 no. Do I, we share I, I bank accounts? We like this. We share. What we do is we share one account. So she has her personal account. When we got do married, you know she has a personal account. account. Do you know how I know much, how much she makes? I don't know how it's like this. I tell you right now, I don't know what's in there right now. I do not know what's in there right now. I do not know. If you, no. if you wanted to know how much was in there right now, would she have a problem with you knowing? She's like this. She says. That's a yes. She, so. <laughs> it, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Is that a yes? It's like this. It, 
<laughs> I guess you want to say yeah. Let's say yeah. Let's say yeah. Let's say yeah. Right. So these are the barriers that have to be broken when you in a marriage because you shouldn't have no secrets from me. And what right. reason would you want to not tell me how much is in that account? Do you have enough in that account where we can buy a car now and you see me struggling? Do you have enough in there enough to to help your mother out of this house and situation? Do we make a do we and we gotta say we do we make enough to yep. put your mother in a in a in a seniors community where it's nice and everything is taken care of as far as lawn is concerned? Oh, see, these are the things that could be entertained if you don't have any secrets. Mm-hmm. So just because just because you are the man and your wife make a lot more money or whatever, that doesn't mean you have to be out of that loop. Right. Some women yeah, make money. Some, some women be like, okay, well, whatever you make, you take care of the house. Whatever I make is for me. And that's always right. been unfair. And I think that right. I yeah. think that's how your household is sound like it's set up. Look, don't ask me about what's over here on the in in, in the other side now over here now. Okay, don't that ain't none right. of your business. All of it is your business. All of it is her business. Hey, hey Simon, I got a question for you. Because I, I, I think I think me and you probably have similar views and, and mindsets about our relationships, and I think I might have been where you are, and I might have gotten a little bit past it. But currently, uh, do you so, at sometimes look, even if your wife is probably an amazing person generally to the to the world, do you look at her like she ain't ish? Do you ever feel like that about her? Sometimes. Sometimes okay. it's uh, on on the on the fact on the fact that um like this on the fact that other women at her job recognize me because I had I had her come to me tell us hey so and so was asking about you I'm like hold on so over at your job was asking about me to you and that was okay oh she was just playing around I'm like this chick is stupid. <laughs> Whoa! Right, run, brother, run! <laughs> oh man! Hey, Darren, Darren, I need to hang up. Why? I gotta hang up. <laughs> I just do because I'm not good in this situation no more. I'm just not. My patience, I just can't. You know what I want to when I when I start seeing the signs. I want to see yeah. stuff, but I don't want to ruin nobody's marriage. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, 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 keep, no, keep, no, 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 keep, no, 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 because no, no. I need to hear, you know, I need to hear this from my fellas, listen, listen, say whatever you need, because I guarantee whatever you about to say, I probably done thought it like two, three years ago, so please tell me what's right, up. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and do you, hey, look, I'm do just you, saying, do man, go ahead, go ahead. Do you trust her for as far as fidelity, like like uh, as far as she won't cheat on you at all, do you trust her completely in that area? And, okay, you want me to be honest with you? Yeah. I really don't care. No, I can, I, I can oh, feel okay. that. But do you? That's not my question, though. No, I, I can relate to that. Oh. But, but do but do you do do you think she would? Do you do you completely trust her in that area? It's, I I. Like this, for like this. If 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 it, if she were to be cheating on me, 
I, I couldn't say. I can't, well, it's, I probably, I probably say no, bro. I probably would say no. I probably wouldn't, 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 wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. I don't know. Oh uh, no, no. The reason, okay. Well, let me, let me give you the reason that I asked that. It's just I was just I think the relationship is so much like mine. Now one thing with my wife, I, every I, everything you say, I, I think that it's the same as mine. But I I can completely trust her as far as not cheating on me. I never ever really questioned that at all. I never felt that she would. She doesn't feel she doesn't seem to me like the type of person that would anyway. That's not her style. And I was just wondering, is that how your situation is, Malcolm? This is, this is why y'all want me on this show. What you just said is exactly why I need to just go to bed right now and get off of this phone. <laughs> right. hey, because hey, what you listen, think... Now listen, because listen, what, listen. listen what, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I was going to say, now, I, I didn't say she couldn't. She doesn't come across to me like she would. I don't. No, I, I don't what you see said. no signs, and I, I got that third eye like a mug, and I don't see no signs of it. But she still it don't could. listen. Don't it don't matter. Uh, third eye, fourth eye, your uncle Louis eye. It don't matter. You won't know, and you won't find no, out till it's over. I'm just trying to tell you. No, no doubt. good like that, and they kept the, us sleeping. No, no, I, I agree with all that. I guess the real point I was trying to make was that's not a concern that I had. And so right. and so I was just trying to compare the conditions of mine to her, his because his seems so much like mine. Right. right, but the warning sign with his, I see the warning sign. And I'm not saying that, 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 that that's happening, right? But, you know, we don't marry women that aren't sexual. They just don't get the ring. They don't. Y'all know that. You know what I mean? If you meet, if you're dating a chick and she ain't really sexual, she could take it or, or or leave it. We don't marry her. We marry the ones that we know going to get it in because we've been getting it in. Mm-hmm. Right? They actually happen to like making love. You feel me? Just like they do. That's how y'all get babies and that's how y'all get that's how that's how it is in the beginning and some years after that. But then something happens when that changes and it could be the intimacy's gone. It could be a lot of things. But it could also mean that they strayed away. Right? Hey, so let me ask you a question. But men go, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so so you have went through a situation and you have improved your understanding about relationships, marriage because you you've because uh, you just went through you know what you went through with your last situation, now you're you're in another situation that has opened up your eyes to what things should be like right now, under these circumstances from this point on going forward, how much would you have to see that will make you say, oh I don't trust even this thing that I thought just a little while ago was it like what if you start seeing just little cracks now how much would you take? Considering your relationship that you have now, okay. So what you have now is going to kind of stay there permanently. Right, right, right. So, so yeah. Well, let me not say that. So certain things happen, right? Certain things in a relationship are fixable, right? Um, 
communication can go bad and you can figure out and talk about it and get it back. Right? Sex could turn into just sex without the intimacy. You can in- implement back to the square to to the drawing board, put the intimacy back into effect and you'll probably fix it. You know, or get some counseling and you'll probably fix it. Right? But then there are certain things that you can tell that aren't fixable. And no matter what you do and how you try it, there's always, well, you did this and you said, and the nag never goes away and the accusations never go away. That's because they're hiding something. You can't fix it because something has happened that broke it forever. You feel what I'm saying? That's the infiltration that I'm talking about. You see, but hey, you me, know what happened? I, I, so many red flags. I saw them, but I just, nah, she wouldn't do that. Just like you said, she ain't that tight. Nah, we good. Yeah, but, but the, I was think the question I don't think that that we are asking Simon is um, he said something that that, that kind of uh, concerns me as far as where he, he is. He didn't care. He didn't care. Huh? That's what he yeah, said. when he said he, he answered, didn't, I don't care. When when you say you don't care, that means. You know, you you entertaining some 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 shorties too. Um, yeah. No, 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 not necessarily. No, I'm not. I'm not. Necessarily, I'm not entertaining anybody. My thing is this. I'm in it, but my thing is this. In my mind, is is is. I guess I'm gonna have to have this hard conversation because we had it. Oh, what we're yeah, doing? Sure. What are we doing? We're not really doing nothing. Blah 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 blah. But then we had the conversation like a month ago, but nothing has changed. So but to me, it's like, okay, well, we have the conversation, what are we doing here, and let's work on this, let's work on that. Then once again, it always goes to, oh, Simon, you need to work on this, and you need to do more of this. It's like, well, what are, what are we really doing? Because to me, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with y'all, because I don't I'm, – I'm, I'm, I'm not entertaining anybody. I don't have time. I'm, I'm, I'm hustling. I, I, I'm trying to build businesses. I ain't got time to be – well, what, the reason why I mention the reason why I mention that Simon is because it it can quickly when you when you have the mindset that you don't care if she's doing anything or not then you ease into either now not, not it it hadn't happened yet I'm just saying how the devil works it ain't happened yet because the right one ain't entertained your eye but when she comes along. And and she started talking right. You ain't gonna you, you ain't gonna just like you know not do it. You, your conscience is gonna be like in front of you going. No, I'm not doing that. I got wife and kids. But hey hey hey, check this out, Darren. You you might be right about that. But I, but if 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 his is like me when he says that he doesn't care, I think what that means is if things was to go all the way to the end and they had to go their separate ways. He's willing to take that route. I think that I, might be what he that, means. That's what it means on on the front page. Right. I'm just okay. talking about the next right. page. But what happens? What makes him not uh, care any longer to if it works or not is when something else comes along that he's now interested in that's treating him seems like he's right and 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 so forth and and positive conversation and affirmation and. You deserve better. All that kind of stuff comes. When that right. kind of stuff comes, right. and you're gonna be more so leaning towards, you know what? You and your mom can get up out of here. Right, right, right. Or the third option, Darren, is that he might be in his feelings right now because the situation is not ideal for him. 
but it posed, hey, what if everything went back to normal and you could get what you want and she would get a wake-up call? I mean, would you still want to do it? And he may say, yeah, I'm in. But but you know but I mean? he's if looking, it could be right. Now he's looking at. Now he's looking at. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Simon. But now you're looking at um, the lies that she done already told, and the the opportunity to to do it right, and then you take advantage of it. You know, we asked this right, question. Right. We've been down this street before, and nothing has changed yet, and you still not doing the same thing, now we have to have this conversation again. How many more times are we going to have to have the same conversation before something changed? And then right. we can't get that frustrated. He opens himself up to entertain outside conversations that shouldn't be there. Especially when you get to the point where he doesn't care because no matter what and how he he introduced these, these topics to his wife, he's going to say one thing, but she's doing another one. Hey, hey, check this out, man. And, and, and Simon, I'm sorry for speaking for you, but I just think I can relate to your situation. So, Darren, check this out. Would have, in real life, pound for pound, his wife ain't doing nothing to deserve him to go that extra step. Like, she, she's just not even up to the minimum. She's so selfish with it. And that's what's going to cause him. That's what I'm talking about. That's what's going to cause him to entertain outside uh, shorties. I mean, if if... if Normally, if if a girl come up to him and say, "Hey, how you doing?" He'll be like, "Fine," and keep it moving. I'm in it. I'm trying to do this business. Right. I'm trying to get my family's uh, legacy off the ground. That would that would right, be the right, normal. Right, right. This was right, but when things are right. not right, it's it's, it's going to be a different conversation, especially if she keep coming around. I'm just telling you the warning sign. Right, you know, right, when, Darren. Darren, listen. Care when the man. That, but go ahead. Go yeah. If, when the man say he don't care. That, that that that's a that's a bad page one. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I think it's I think it's deeper than that. And I think that we have to understand the 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 wins and loss column. Right. So when a woman or or let's just say a person in a marriage, right, they feel as though they can do, say, and act any way they want and there is no repercussions or they don't care about the repercussions, i.e., I don't care if the next woman gets him, i.e., I don't care if he leaves. I'm going to do things, right, that I know ain't right, but I don't care if I lose him. You see what I'm saying? When you get to that point, that's a warning sign. Mm-hmm. And, and, and right yeah. now, you, you, when the activity that I'm hearing is that, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to still do this. I'm going to still bring my mom around. I'm going to still not do my part. And he's going to have to either take it or not. But I don't fear losing him. Right? When you no longer fear losing your spouse, I believe you've already lost your spouse. Okay. Or you lost mm. your right to have a spouse. Mm. Well, right? you know, I, I, mean, I think we all, I think we all speak in reconciliation. We speak in the terms where, you know, we want to see – uh, you know, advice for any man, you know, if you're going through something with your spouse, you know, hopefully you can turn it around and everything, and then y'all looking at some other possibilities. But also, as Rodney started off asking us about, you know, if you got a separate group of men and women and you ask them about their relationship, you know, uh, if you feel your relationship was better, you know, before you got married, you know, then, then when you got married, well, why did you get married? First of all, you know, that's kind of like the next question and a series of questions that come. You know, and then 
again, if you come into a situation or problem within your marriage, you know, are we both on the same page where we want to resolve this as quickly as possible and continue to uh, be happy or whatever we decide to get married for while we got together to continue on that path of doing whatever it is, you know, building a legacy for our family. Uh, I wanted to be with you because I know if I had you in my corner, you know, this could be easier. Life would be better. I loved you because this, that, and other, whatever you came up with in the beginning, when you start diverting from why you originally got married and you don't see your, uh, relationship, your marriage, you know, your family, everything going, growing in a positive direction where it's happiness, you know, it's joyous. You want that, you know, and then it's all for not. Let me ask you this question. When, when, when a man have a hard conversation with his wife about, listen, babe, this, you, you making love to me once a month, it's not cutting it for me. And then she says, Long story short, I'm going to do better. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to do the things I need to do to allow my body to receive you. But what I need you to do is, you know, tell me you love me. Hold my hand. Rub my feet. Uh, have dinner cooked for me. Get the kids out of the house. Do some of these chores around here so I can be relaxed. And then the man totally comes do everything that she requested. And it's still once a month. Then he had the same conversation with her again. Baby, I'm taking care of the kids. I'm washing the dishes. I'm I'm doing everything I, I need to do. I'm even cooking for you to make sure you eat right. And I'm still getting it once a month. If that same man come to the point and a conclusion, you know what? I don't even care no more. What's going to mm-hmm. happen? What happens next? Yeah, I mean, and I get where you're going. It's, it's going to fall you what off, and next. I agree with you. It's going to fall off. I'm going to tell you what happens next. That same man is going to be like, well, guess what? It's my God-given right to be sexually satisfied, and I'm married. Mm-hmm. And if you're not mm-hmm. going to do it, then there's no sense in me waiting on you to do it, but I still got to have exactly. these needs met, and I'm going to go get them met. Period. And, and in that, his mind, and he's going to be I disagree with that. In his mind. He's going to be just, I'm just telling you from a man's point, in his yeah. mind, he's going to be just, I come home to this woman every night, and she turned and she turned to the other side. Mm-hmm. Right? Or she just, she, mm-hmm. and she ain't even acknowledging me being here. But yet, I got to pass 12 women on the street that all saying, I got to pass women on her job looking at me. And what I'm going to do? See, that's, that's that part of it. That's part of that dating process. I mean, when you go on, when you're even considering about marrying somebody, you know, that's like, in the back of your mind, you know, am I with somebody who is readily uh, available to solve problems, that they're going to have a change of mind? You know, if it's a problem and I point it out to them, are they going to want to uh, reconciliate and turn and resolve the issue or whatever it is? Or they type of person that's just going, well, you know, whatever it is, it is what it is. I'm keep doing what I am. Some of those things you discover earlier on even before you get to that point, you know, so a lot of times we got to do our due diligence of picking up on things about people that we want to be involved with, even in friendships, you know? No, I, I would just hey, explain hey. the dangers of not caring because cause it, it just leads to a, a unhealthy path. That's all I was saying. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's why I brought that up. Cause, right. So in, in short, never say you don't care. And then when you say you don't care, just be ready to have your bags packed because it's over. 
Right. Well, then sometimes I think using that word, I don't care because I'm dealing with all these other issues, and then for that issue to even come to the forefront of it, you know, it's like I haven't even resolved the other thing, so I can't even really care about that right now because all these other issues, you know, here as well. If you don't have he said if, if you know had life a, was to give up last, the booty, how would you feel? He said, I don't care. It's real simple. It's not about no other issues that's going around. He asked him about one particular issue. He said, I don't care. We need to keep it there. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I, I hear what you guys are saying. I'm not totally disagreeing, but I'm saying that if you got all these other issues that's in the mix as well, you know, why, you add on one more thing, well, why I got to put some more and more energy into that and this other stuff not even resolved? But Dude, that's because infidelity you're talking about. Right? That's totally different than everything else. That's straight infidelity we're talking about right now. We're not talking about putting away the dishes, helping with the homework. We ain't talking about getting, buying groceries. We're talking about infidelity. If he said, I don't care, okay. then that's a whole okay. other issue by itself. And that right. stands alone. I hear what you're saying. I, I just wanted to know where it just fall in the realm of, you know, if you got issues already, you know, by the numbers, you know, I ain't just saying one or two, three, you know, if you got two, three, four, or five different things, you know, well, what's one more? Right. You know? Yeah, but the one more just happens to be the deal breaker, though. Mm-hmm. The other okay. ones are fixable. That's the deal breaker. Once that happens, you're done. Forget about it. That's a wrap. Yeah. Especially for men. Okay. I got what you're saying. Hey. Hey, I, I noticed, I noticed uh, with Tony, with Tony uh, T Hawk's view, and I'll say with Darren's view, like two distinctive views of marriage, and I, I think that Tony's view of marriage is based on happiness, and right. and Darren's view of marriage is more old school, and it's based on marriage. It's about the marriage, you know. Right. So it's like it's like it has two different views that exist now. Right. 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 And you can have both. I mean, God bless you if you have both, you know, but I think that being happy is the key to your your mental health and your physical health, too. And I think that mm-hmm. just hanging in there just to say, hey, we're married and we're sticking it in like like, like our parents did, I, today is just not enough because there's too many ways to be happy. You feel what I'm saying? And you need to be with someone that makes you happy, and you can make them happy and be okay with it, not just staying mm-hmm. in it for, like you said earlier, the kids, or we got these bills, or we got this thing that you end up sleeping in separate bedrooms, and now you're doing it for appearance purposes. That's whack, man. Just find somebody that's going to make yeah. you happy and be done with it. But then, but see, but see, I and I, I agree with that. I don't have a problem with everything you just said in that statement, but if a problem should come, that's where right. we at. If, if problems come, if a situation come, then is that just the end because we can't, you know, reconciliate our issues? We can't resolve our issues. Now we're just done. As long as I'm doing all the good things, you know, it's all good. But if a little situation come about, you know, we got to have the mindset both that we're going to resolve this because we're not going to let this destroy our happiness or take over what it is that we have that we were so happy with, that we enjoy about each other, that uh, you know, led us to being married to one another. You know, right. I want that. I'm not trying to give right. that up. So I'm not gonna let an issue that could be just right. resolved take over. Right. You just answered your own question, which is a beautiful thing. The happiness yeah. that we have, right, 
is so valuable that I don't want to lose it that I'm going to sit down and have this conversation so we can fix it. And we'll figure out how to never cross that bridge again so we can keep right. being happy. I think that certain times people want to be right and they want to have their say and they want to stick to their whatever upbringing they had and it throws trash in the whole mix instead of saying, hey, yeah. we're, we're, we're grown adults and we, and we ran into a bump in the road and we're going to run into a bump in the road again, but let's figure out how we can deal with these in a mature way so we can continue to hang out and have fun together. That's all. Yeah. Well, hey Tony, Tony, let me ask this question then: Is it right. is it something wrong with waiting out a person's growth process, even if their growth process is painful to you personally or uncomfortable? Because it sounds like, nah, we ain't got time for that. <laughs> you know, no, to wait out a person's I, no. growth process. Right, right, right. So, and again, I am no person to give anybody advice. But what I will say is that once you identify what the characteristic is, then you ask yourself, is this something that I can deal with or not? As the question is, I can't deal with it, then I don't think that you should commit to them that you can deal Mm. with it. But if you say, I can deal with this, I can deal with this growth process, and then you say that to them, then you've got to be a man of your word and commit to it. You see what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, at least you want to know what you're working with so you can say yay or nay. Mm-hmm. You know, but if they spring it up on you and be like, hey, guess what? I'm really not that mature. I'm really immature. But I put on this front, you know, I mean, just to get you. Now that I got you, I got to get up to your level. You know, you want to hang around? You know, mm-hmm. then you make a decision. And if, if you can, then you do. If you can't, then you don't. But don't play with it. Right. Wow, this took a left turn. <laughs> I got a monkey wrench. I got a monkey wrench. I got a monkey wrench. And fellas, in your own words, what's the definition of ruin? In your own words, what's the definition of ruin? Ruin as in over with? Yes. Oh, when you say I don't care. <laughs> I think ruin is a state of something being destroyed where it's not being able to be fixed back to uh, being able to be useful anymore. Yeah, I Nail think on I change permanently. Right, right. I think ruin is a decision that is made by one of the others that they can't take back. Tony once did a show hmm? called Spoiled and Don't Even Know It. Right. And Spoiled and Don't Even Know It, yes. And I, I, think, <laughs> I think that transcends <laughs> a lot of things and people don't even know it. Like, hey, it's over and we don't even know it. Mm. Right. I don't mm. love it. Know it. Right. I am not attracted to you, and I don't even know it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to no more, and I don't even know it. Yeah. I don't even know it. So let me give you something that we, y'all, we y'all don't even know. Go ahead, what? 
Now, just briefly, I was going to say, you know, a lot of times, again, we get caught up in the hype of the newness of relationships, somebody just meeting, and you get caught up, you get hype, you get excited about them. And then when it comes to that, you know, cool out, settle period, you know, then all of a sudden it's not as, you know, hot as it used to be, or it's not all that to you no more. Some people go through that then, but say, but now I'm married now, so I got to stay here. I got to stay around. Right, right, right. On people, I don't think people saying that as much no more. Yeah, no, nah, that's that's done. People don't care no more. They don't care no more. They out. They out. They out, man. That's dangerous, but hey, I don't think people. Marriage is marriage is not the same anymore. You know, I wish it was, but you know, people think it as much no more. Go ahead. But here's the thing. But I, I think it's just to me, like I said, like the brother said, no one knowing your spouse. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, I, like I said, my man, before I think I said this show before, I think we fall in love too fast. I think women are more of the scheme. Women are to me are more of the schemers. It's more yeah. of uh, what do you have? See, we we just want the companionship. We want the companionship, right. and this woman, she does the X, Y, and Z. They're more of the schemers. Okay, what what are you bringing to the table? Okay, what do you have, or what 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 job, and what this and what? See, they're more of the material, and we're more of the emotional. If you ask me personally. Mm. Right. Right. So, yeah, but I want to when you and your wife, what y'all was saying about the, you know, don't even know it and you know, back to the definition of ruin, do y'all think that when we use the word ruin, does the result always have to be negative? Can the result of ruin actually be positive? In a relationship? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, it depends because if something is totally ruined, then, you know, you got to go back to the square one, zero, and start all over. So if you got that type of mentality where you can take you know, what was ruined and dismiss it and go back to starting all over, possibly. Yeah, and a partner too, Sam. You got to have a partner that's willing to go back to square one with you. Right. I agree. I agree. I've seen, on the contrary, I've seen um, a a person tell their spouse, hey, this is not happening. And when it adulterous when an affair was committed that woke the spouse up when it was supposed to ruin the marriage it was supposed to mm-hmm. way out but that was their way in mm-hmm. um as twisted as it sounds that um him going outside woke her up to, to know that hey he don't belong to me 100% he can leave at a snap of a finger if I don't get my stuff right. I mean, right. he's not he's he's not a spiritual being only. He can he is a man first. And that's mm-hmm. what came to her senses that shoot, I, I put him above this when he's really not. I was just saying, okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. I gotta stop saying whatever and pay attention to my husband. Now I'm not saying that they gave him permission to cheat or he should have he had all rights to that. But what I am saying it woke that that was should have ruined their relationship. It woke her up and made her pay more attention to her husband. 
Well, Dan, you know, it's interesting you said that, and I don't know if you guys remember, maybe it's an older song, but they had a song this guy used to sing about, uh, I like pina coladas. And in this song, he would talk about how he was sitting there and looking at his woman and the relationship wasn't what it was anymore. So he was reading the paper and he answered the personal ad and he saw this ad and everything it said. And ultimately he went on and he went to go meet this woman. And when he got to the bar, he found out that it was his own woman, you know, and they got to talking to each other saying, oh, I know that's how you felt and all that. And they kind of lived happily ever after. But I brought that up to say what you said, you know, I mean, if you answer the personal ad, you go to the place where you say you're going to meet this person and it's the person you was already with, you know, like, mm-hmm. man, she was thinking about being out there too as well. So she has some issues, right. you know, right. and she went thinking right. about you. <laughs> Mm. Right. And the crazy part can I ask, is, can I ask a question? I oh, go ahead. go ahead. Oh, my bad, my bad. I just want to ask a question. No, I, I, two seconds. The crazy part ahead, is, I don't think that. either one of them, either one of them wanted to be out there, right? Mm-hmm. They just wanted to to fix the the problem that they had, right? Yeah. So they you, the the end result is neither one of them ended up out there. They just talked it out, hugged it out, and kept it moving. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay, now here's the question. Now it's kind of like a monkey wrench in a way. Do, do relations like this? Is there such thing as death do us part? Is there do relationships? Do you get together with somebody and the relationship serves its purpose and you just kind of just floating? Like you know, say to me in my situation, I kind of think our relationship kind of served its purpose. You know, what I'm saying is it death? Does death do us part? Does it? Does that? really happen in marriage? Or is, it, is, it, is it something that we've been forced to accept, or does a relationship really serve its purpose? It's like, okay, well, hey, it's seven years. We built this. We built that. We got two kids, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, okay, well, we the purpose has been served, or is it uh, uh, to to the bitter end, basically? Yeah. I mean, it, it does. There's a number of marriages that happen to death today part. But again, like the resounding advice that we've been given through all things that everybody said, part of it is, you know, and um, somebody just said it just a few minutes ago, uh, if you have a spouse or the person you with, if they're willing to resolve the issue with it with you, you know, you're willing to resolve it with them, however it may flow, if you both resolve the issues, you can get over there and go to death do we part. But if as soon as a little issue come up, Oh, we got to break up. We can't be together no more. You know, you're never going to get to the death that we part. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And some relationships, you know, last a season. So, I mean, I get it. Like, you may be in one relationship, and you may need somebody to help you get over that breakup of the last relationship. Right? They may not be your soulmate, but they were just there for a purpose. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or maybe somebody was there just to just to help you out or to keep you company in a in a lonely time, you know, and then you find somebody hey, that you so really mess with and then you move on from that person. So not yes, a wife, yes and no. Uh, I think he's talking about a wife. I don't think wives. I know, but, uh, wives, too. That's why the divorce rate is what it is, because some people marry, you know, for the wrong reason. Marry because they're lonely. It doesn't mean it's Mr. Right. It just means Mr. Right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, if you if you get into a relationship, the foundation is going to be weak. It's weak. I mean, it is what it is, but it don't mean that that you you know you're not with the person. But you yeah. right. But I'm just saying it, you shouldn't be getting into a marriage for Miss Right Now purpose on. I mean, only anyway. It should be look. I'm getting married 
with you because I, I'm, my plans are to love you for the rest of my life and be with right. you for the rest of my life. That's mm-hmm. what the plans are because if you plan on doing it for Mr. Right Now or Mrs. Right Now and you don't serve your purpose, you don't put two kids in the hole. You know what I mean? You got some skin in the game now that's going to probably affect them if you if you treat something that's so sacred in that manner. Right. Because you're not the only one that's affected when you make that decision. Yeah. Well, Dan, what you brought up. I mean, it's supposed to be a lifetime commitment, and I think that a number of times we we miss that. We miss that part, you know, uh, as people, you know, not directed to one person. I say, I'm divorced, you know, uh, been divorced. And that lifetime thing, well, how do we make this last a lifetime? Because, again, 